Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, Sports Talk with Broads. Here's Hunter Brody. Yes, yes, yes. Come on now, baby. Are you serious? The Philadelphia Flyers, they took that one seed. They came into the round robin as the four seed, and they finished it off by taking care of business. They did their thing against the Boston Bruins. They did what they needed to against the Washington Capitals. And then they found a way to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, and it seems like the Lightning always destroy the Flyers. So it was just an awesome feeling to see the team go out there and win a hockey game like they have been. I mean, here's the thing. That third period, it was all Tampa Bay. But great teams find a way. Great teams block a million shots. Great teams have a goaltender. Carter Hart is an actual goaltender, and he plays for the Philadelphia Flyers. It's been so damn long since we had a goaltender who could do anything, and we finally do. And look at the difference. Look at the difference. Look at what it does for the team. I mean, you have Kucherov in the beginning of the game getting a breakaway opportunity. Now it hit the crossbar, but let's just say Carter Hart had a fantastic angle to the point where the only thing available was the crossbar, right? Then when it's 2-0, here's a shorthanded breakaway opportunity, and Carter Hart makes a big-time save. And those are the difference-making saves that you need when it comes to actual playoff hockey. If this was Steve Mason or any other bum that was in a Philadelphia Flyers jersey over the last 30 years, it would have been a different game. But no, Carter Hart stays strong. Carter Hart is phenomenal, okay? And the fact that this is real life and I'm not dreaming and the logo on his chest is orange and black I don't even know what to say. I don't even know. The Flyers have a goalie. He came up so big. He also, by the way, robbed Kucherov on a one-timer on a power play, but it won't get a lot of praise because right after that, Tyler Johnson ended up putting the puck in the net. So it won't get as much praise, but I'll tell you what. He was out there doing it all. And I love the fact that this team, even though... It was all Tampa Bay in the third without Stamkos and without Victor Hedman who left the game after a really awkward looking tweak of the ankle when he was pivoting to start skating backwards. Even though the Flyers were getting pumped, 
Great teams find a way. And it wasn't as if they had these lethal, insane, grade-A scoring chances the entire period. I thought the Flyers did such a good job defensively for what it was. I mean, obviously, I don't prefer this. I would rather the Flyers keep their foot on the gas a bit. But once you start getting to playoff hockey and you start playing teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning, when those teams are down, they're going to kick it into gear. Now, I would love for the Flyers to match that intensity, but sometimes this is how it's going to be, okay? You just saw something happen very similar when it came to the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Maple Leafs where the Blue Jackets were up 3 nothing with, what, 350? two to go in the game, and then the Maple Leafs come back and score three goals and tie it because there's an extra sense of urgency for those teams that naturally kick in, and the fact that the Flyers did what they needed to do blocked so many shots. I mean, how many defensemen were on one knee letting it hit them right in the chest, and then they would flick it out the center ice and get the puck out of the zone, chip the puck out of the zone, let the Tampa Bay Lightning come back with a new zone entry, do it again. It was awesome. What a phenomenal hockey game. We're going to dive more into this game, of course. But before we do, this episode of Sports Talk with Broads is sponsored by Orbit Energy and Power. With over 20 years of experience in the solar industry, they are home to your solar experts in both residential and commercial projects. They are dedicated to making sure your project is completed easily and properly using high-quality materials and trained professionals to get the job done right. Make sure you check out their information. It is in the description, their phone number and their website. By the way, a ton of phone calls flooded into the 24-7 Anytime hotline. And you can call in at 856-442-9805 whenever you like, and I will utilize your phone calls in the podcast. So we will be hearing from you and your instant reactions from after the Flyers game in just a bit. Obey Cabell. Obey Cabell, the kid just stepped up in this hockey game, didn't he? Here he is mucking in front of the blue paint, right? He's parked right where he needs to be. Net front. Vasilevsky, a great net miner in this league. Can't really see. Shane Gostisbehere, who had a phenomenal game as well. Puts a biscuit on net. Here's a little tip. Gets in the net for the Flyers to take a one to nothing lead. And the first five or so, it seemed to be all Tampa too. Like the first five, six minutes, the Flyers were on their heels. So for them to respond to that action with a goal of their own early to kind of, I'm not going to say stop the bleeding because it wasn't as if Tampa was scoring, but to slow down the pressure a bit to get one on the board early, that's remarkable. And they don't ask how, they ask how many. Parking your butt in front and getting a nice tip, that's how you got to do it. Whatever it takes, it gets past the goal line. The Flyers take a one to nothing lead. And then, Obey Cabell again. Here he is on a 2-1-1 with Coochie. And Coochie has his poise, throws a little sauce over, one T, who's your daddy? What's he do? The Flyers take a two to nothing lead, and it's just like, what is this? Is this is this real life? Are we on planet Earth? I am so pumped up from this team. I really am. I can run through a damn brick wall when it comes to this squad. So it's it's two nothing in the uh, second period. All right. Sandheim leaves the game. He ends up coming back, which was good to see. Because I'll tell you what, these young defensemen, we can rip Ron Hextall all we want. But these players that we're talking about now, he had them. 
He was the one that got them in this organization. Now, he was afraid to pull the trigger. Okay, he was afraid to bring them up. He was afraid to fire Dave Hackstall, and that's what cost him his job. But when it comes to talent evaluating, look what he did with this roster. This is Ron Hextall's work, and you got to tip the cap. Now, I didn't really love Hexy because I felt like he was keeping guys down when it's time to bring them up, obviously, and that's going to be your downfall. If you're not going to call up the guys, well, then what the hell? But I got to give him some praise because what you're seeing on the ice is all because of what he did when he was in the GM position. He just stayed true to his guns and wanted to make sure Hackstall was his guy and he was still going to be here. Look what Elaine Vigneault is doing right now. It is so awesome to see this team just rolling all around and doing their thing. To, to fight back and score again after Tampa Bay makes it 2-1. to one, this team has it. It has the it factor. Cootie's in the corner. He uses his stick to pass it up to Ghost, who doesn't even think about it, threads the needle to Joel Farabee, who gives a little one T past Vasilevsky to give the Flyers the 3-1 to lead. And the game ended up being 4-1 to because of an empty net. Late, Pitlick tapped it in. Ghost? Are you going to keep him out of the lineup? How can you? How can you keep him out of the lineup after this game? Now, I will say, because he had this game, it doesn't mean like this is going to be him all the time. Because he has had some bad performances when he's been on the ice. It's a tough thing to be a healthy scratch. Towards the end of my career, I was a healthy scratch. I'm not going to lie. Towards the end of my career, I became a healthy scratch. And it sucks. No doubt about it. When you play hockey your whole life and, and you literally play all the time and you're with the boys and then... At one point, you become someone who doesn't play and you're the healthy scratch. It gets frustrating, all right? You get depressed. It's not a very happy time. You want to be out there with the boys, but you got to be ready. You have to be ready for when the moment is there for you. And Shane Gossespierre, in that moment, he stepped in and he really did provide a spark for this team. And he was A-plus in this game. And is this a long-term thing? I hope so. I hope this is something that he just is all the time. I mean, one game isn't going to tell me that Shane Gossespierre has now figured it all out. But he definitely proved himself. And I feel like he's earned another shot. I mean, without a doubt, he has earned another opportunity to get into the lineup to provide something for this team. Because if you can do it against the Tampa Bay Lightning, you should be able to do it against another team, specifically the Montreal Canadiens, who the Flyers are matched up first in the playoffs. And this is a great matchup for the Flyers. Yes, they have Carey Price, and yes, they have some players, but the alternative was Toronto or the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, I'll take Montreal, all right? I don't want this team thinking, I don't want the Flyers thinking that they can take them lightly because that would be very terrible, but I don't think that this team has that type of mindset. They are properly logged in, and we will talk about that matchup later on down the road. This is just to appreciate what we witnessed in this hockey game, and there was no Jake Voracek for the Flyers, so the fact that we have Albe Cabell with two, Joel Farabee with the other, Pitlicks was the empty net, so when I talk about the three goals scored by the Flyers in actual play with the goalie in the net, here are just guys again. And what I mean by that is, you never know who it's going to be. Scott Lawton, Kevin Hayes, Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, JVR, Michael Roffle, Earl Bay Cabell, and Joel Farabee. You name it, someone's going to have a game. 
And it's someone new every time. It's the best way to describe the depth. And that doesn't mean that Claude Giroux isn't doing anything. That doesn't mean that some of these top players aren't doing anything because they're not producing. They have a tough task when it comes to what they do on the defensive side, especially when you're getting thrown a powerhouse lineup like the the, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning has. So when you have a tough task of having to play both sides so heavily, that opens up the door for some of these other lines to be able to produce. And I'll tell you what, that law in Konechny and Hayes line, it is continuing to chirp. It's continuing to get in there after whistles. There was that one hit. And I will say Scott Lawton did board him, but uh, who was it? Bergosian came up and tried to fight him. He had him by the shoulder pads, and Scott Lawton's laughing, laughing away. That's, that's IQ. I'm not going to get involved with that. And then Bogosian ended up going to the penalty box, and the Flyers got a power play. And speaking of the power play, here's my biggest knock with this team. You got to be better. You have to be better on the power play. They won this game, and they've won other games with poor power play play, but that's not a recipe for success. When we get into the playoffs, when? <laughs> when we get into the playoffs and when they start, you're going to have to mow teams down with some power play goals. It will cost you without a doubt if you're not able to go into a game and score on the power play. It's pretty ugly right now, I'm not going to lie. So they have to pick that up. I think it's a perfect time right now to get into the calls, the phone calls. Love the fact that I get to interact with all of you. You can use the phone number 856-442-9805 to leave your message at the 24-7 Anytime Hotline. Let's kick this off. Hey, Broads. I'm at this point. The Flyers are winning three to one over the Tampa Bay Lightning that have had our number all year and for many years. And I'm listening to the game on SiriusXM because unfortunately I work third shift and can't finish the game. But I am listening to the Lightning broadcasters, and aside from calling the game, they spent most of my twenty to twenty-five minute drive complimenting the Flyers, and it made me realize, like, the Flyers are typically a team that seems to be overlooked by basically everyone. Like, nobody before now has seemed to take them seriously. But now, the Flyers are forcing them to realize, like, oh, crap, this team can beat anybody that, that, that gets put in front of them. Doesn't matter whether you're the Lightning, the Bruins, Capitals, Penguins, anybody you stick in front of the Flyers, the Flyers have the opportunity to knock them down. And they can and they will. This team, I'm calling it now, I feel like this team will be lifting the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Let's go! Yeah! Oh! Is this real? Oh! Now, how about that, though? Getting some praise from the Tampa Bay Lightning radio broadcast. Well, the Flyers deserve it. Did you see the way that they played? Once again, it wasn't as if this was the most beautiful game ever played by the Flyers. You saw plenty of chances for the Tampa Bay Lightning. You saw a lot of big saves from Carter Hart, and there were some breakdowns. But as I stated before, when it comes to hockey, you will never play a perfect 60-minute game. And if you do, God bless you. It ain't happening again. There's going to be breakdowns here and there. There's going to be moments. That's when you need the Carter Hart. That's when you need the big defensive play. That's when you got to come up with the block shot. Those are when you need those little 
things to happen. They're not actually little, they're big. But, you know, in terms of maybe getting a good poke check. Sometimes it's the big save, the big, huge glove save where everyone goes wild. But sometimes it could just be a simple stick lift. But that simple stick lift is a big play in terms of making sure that that goal doesn't happen. And that's what you need out of this team in certain moments. And they give you that. And right now they give you that. And the fact that Carter Hart is 21 years old, okay, and he's just casually playing in the NHL and being so poised and being so calm and the moment's not too big for him. Maybe it's the fact that it's the round robin. Maybe things change when it's not the round robin and the pressure's on. It intensifies a bit because it will. No doubt it will. But something tells me that this team is ready to take the challenge on. Rhodes, Ryan from Tampa, and what a victory. 4-1 to one against the Bolts. New nicknames. Abe Kubal is Abe Ku Liberty Bell. Okay? <laughs> Farabee is Farabee the Fanatic, and Connor Hart is the Connor Hart Stonewall. These guys are playing like they've been in the league for years. The only thing that I have to nitpick about tonight was the power play was they said zero for nine or ten. That's the only thing. If they can button that up, you just got to convert on those power plays. But what a victory. Bring on Montreal. Let's go. Need a bro celebration. See you, buddy. Oh, you're going to get a bro celebration. How about a little Aya the Tiger in the background of that phone call? Throwing out some nicknames to the boys. The fact that I feel this confident about the team, you you remember 2017 when the Eagles were on that Super Bowl run? At some point, it just clicked. At some point, we went from, okay, this team is good, to, okay, this team is definitely putting it together, to, holy hell, this team can actually compete for a championship. That's where the Flyers are right now. They went from, okay, this team has improved from last year, to, okay, this team is good. They had a bad West Coast swing, if I remember correctly, when it came to the regular season, and things kind of went south, and people were like, oh, typical Flyers again. But then they put together that hot streak, and it went from, okay, this team is good, to, okay, this team is continuing to win, and, okay, they just keep continuing to win. And now it's, oh, wow, look around the league is there a team playing as good as the Flyers? There's no team that goes, yeah, I want to see the Philadelphia Flyers on my schedule. There's no damn team. And if there is a team, that team is dumb. It's just that simple. What is up, birds? All I can say is this team is da money Chion. Let's go. I'm so hyped over this Flyers team. Family Cup question mark? I don't think I'm getting ahead of myself. Ube Cabell, two goals. Of course, the first one I missed because I was making sure the bullpen would blow up the Phillies game. Uh, Couturier with that one assist. Beautiful goal. Uh, we got Pitlick at the end there. And Carter Hart's a monster, especially at the end when he went, when he fell over and still made that save with the Trapper. Absolutely amazing. I really can't wait for, uh, the, this team to go further in the playoffs, but. Thanks for taking my call, and let's go Flyers, baby. Uh, Thank you for making the call. I'll tell you what, look, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, right? Reacting to Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles games and making podcasts about it. This has been the first time where the Flyers' energy is 
unbearable. And unbearable in a good way. I say that in a great way. A phenomenal way. This is the first time where the whole city is all for this team. All these Flyers, uh, not Flyers players, but all these Philadelphia fans and the sports talk radio hosts, and not even just the sports talk radio hosts, other beat reporters, so Phillies beat reporters, Eagles beat reporters, Sixers beat reporters, Eagles players, I know Lane Johnson is tweeting out there, everyone is all in on this team, and I just think that it is awesome to finally see the Flyers get some recognition for the play that they have, and one of the things that I feel hurts this team a bit when it comes to connecting to the city. Outside of Claude Giroux, there's no legit, insane, like, big-time player. I, lo- I-, I love Claude Giroux. I almost knocked my microphone over. I love Claude Giroux, but he's not a Ovechkin. He's not a Crosby. He's not a McDavid. He's just underneath. I'd put him in the tier with, like, Evgeny Malkin, kind of, which is a great player in this league, but it's not a McDavid, a Crosby, a... Steven Stamkos, it's just right under that. It's not a knock on him. I I love him to death. But with this team, they score it with depth. You look at their roster, there's a new guy every day. So it's not like there's that one guy that everyone falls in love with. It's just not that way with this team. So it's a little harder to connect with everybody, everybody in that sense. So being able to connect to the city right now, it puts a smile on my face. Well, as you know, Hunter, I got on your program the other day and predicted a loss to Tampa. That's why in the sporting world I'm known as Nostra Dumbass because (laughs) my prediction was wrong, and I'm happy to say that I was. Uh, Carter Hart, outstanding third period. I I thought his team played honestly like a bunch of pansies in the third. That and still the lack of a power play are things that have to be of concern for Vino moving forward. I mean, you've got to have good specialty teams, and you can't be a bunch of wilted willies in, in your own end when a team is making a push. The other guy that showed up tonight, of course, Kubel with two goals, but Shane Gostaspare, going to be tough to keep him out of the lineup in game one based on his performance tonight, but... A well-earned win, a well-earned number one seed. Let's go Flyers. Let's keep kicking ass. No doubt about it. Thank you so much for the call. You mentioned the pansies thing. Pretty interesting. You're not wrong. I did think they played soft. They obviously played on their heels. And good teams are going to force other squads, even if they are good squads like the Flyers, to play on their heels when they're down. I do think that that's naturally going to happen. But I do agree with you that I wish there was a little extra push once in a while. Like, where's that one counter rush that can go down the ice and then they would be able to maybe score off that to put the game away? There wasn't really that big-time opportunity in the third for the Flyers where it's like, okay, there's that counter for the Tampa Bay being so aggressive. It was almost as if Tampa Bay was constantly in the zone, but the Flyers were blocking shots. They were getting in lanes. Carter Hart was coming up big. They were chipping the pucks out. So, you know, I I do wish that there was that counter rush, that one big rush for the Flyers where they ended it with maybe 10 to go in the third period and they were able to kind of just shut the door on them. It didn't happen, but sometimes it won't happen. And the fact that they still played sound defense and still played their style, I think that says a lot to how they feel about this system and how productive this system really is. Let's take our last call. Hey, folks, it's me, Justin, from New Jersey again. Was it I right about what I said on the on my 
on your podcast last night that we would beat Tampa Bay. I'm so happy that we won this game. Kaha looks phenomenal. He played like he was a veteran out there. And I even said before this round robin tournament start, I said we would go 3-0 and and clinch the number one seed. I think we have a good chance of beating Montreal in the first round. We just have to see what happens. And I'm really happy with Elaine Vigneault and how he's coaching this team. He should be coach of the year, in my opinion. Have a good day. Oh, thank you so much for the call. Thank you. I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Elaine Vigneault should be coach of the year. You said the Flyers were going to go 3-0 before the round robin tournament did, and they did. You think they can beat the Montreal Canadiens? Well, they probably will, right? Let's hope so. They probably will. So keep saying things. Hey, do you think they're going to win the Stanley Cup? I hope you say yes, because it'll probably happen then. This feeling is like no other. I've never sat here as a Philadelphia Flyers fan and saw... Uh, this type of hockey before. I've never seen it to this degree. I've never seen confidence in a goaltender like this. It's always been all these random guys, right? You did have Bob, who wins a Vesna and he's a good goalie, but, you know, they moved on from him, and then you had the whole entire situation with that numb nut there from Arizona, Brzgalov with the humongous world is so big and all that nonsense. And you're just shuffling guys in and out. You had, what, eight goaltenders the other year. It's been terrible. And now you have going. That's where it all starts, you know. That's where it all starts. He's must-watch television. You got to get behind him. And this team has obviously gotten behind him. And let's see where this goes. Oh, Flyers hockey, baby. Anytime, anywhere. That's their hashtag now. They, they change their hashtag all the damn time. Anytime, anywhere. And you can follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Broads81. I'm very active when it comes to game day on any of these teams. I feel like I can make you laugh maybe once or twice. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sports Talk with Broads. Remember, it is sponsored by Orbit Energy and Power. Their solar program helps eliminate your electric bill completely. Zero dollar electric bills is what we're talking about. Their information is in the description. Woohoo! And by the way, that Toronto series against the Columbus Blue Jackets, if you remember, Tampa Bay Lightning, powerhouse first overall seed last year, Columbus came in, swept them. Tampa Bay didn't even win a game in that series. If Columbus beats Toronto in Game 5 Sunday, you will have another matchup against Columbus and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. Talk about revenge. But now with Victor Hedman, you don't really know where it stands. That's a tough loss. You're talking about the top five defensemen in the league, if not top three. That's a tough loss for them. Hopefully that ankle injury isn't too serious because it did look awful. The twist of the ankle. Oh, I hate seeing that kind of stuff. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.